Welcome to the Candid Athletic Training Podcast, a podcast about athletic training by athletic trainers. That's Talking crazy. candidly. <laughs> Talking candidly. Yes, yes, yes. So my name is Chad and I'm with Kevin. Hello. How are we doing? Doing well. Yeah? Things How are you good? Doing? You okay? I'm great. Awesome. I mean, I like it. it was supposed to snow today and it didn't. That's a plus. It is a plus. You know like, what's crazy is when somebody listens to this in June, they're going to be like, what? It was yeah. supposed to snow today? I mean, it's Wisconsin. It's It, it might. could happen. It could it happen. It could happen. So, nice. So for those of you who haven't listened to us before, maybe it's your first time, uh, a little rundown of how we do things here on the Candid Athletic Training Podcast. Uh, we have three weekly segments. Um, every week we do a fictional athletic trainer debate. Uh, we have a top five, which is a survey-based question that we're going to have Kevin guess the top five answers. And then we will play our everyone's favorite game, F. Mary Kill. F. Mary Kill. And then we also do a a, a main topic each week. And what are we going to talk about uh, this week, Kev? We are going to talk about cryotherapy. Ice. Ice. Uh, A.K.A. Well, I'll, I'll save it. I'll save it. We'll get into it later. Yes. I always. All right. My athletes already know what's coming. <laughs> so should Mine we get too. into it? Where do you want to start tonight? Uh, you know what? I think we should start at top five. Let's start with top five. Okay, Kev. Name one skill you wish you were better at. And again, we surveyed 100 athletic trainers around the country, calculated all the responses. I have the top five Responses to the question. Name one skill you wish you were better at. Athletic training related. Athletic training related. <laughs> okay. Yes. That's Do you have one in particular that, I mean, I guess you could answer this two ways. You could answer this what you think the answers are or what you actually, how you'd answer the question yourself. I'm going to try to go as much about myself as possible. Okay. So these are the things that you wish you were better at. Yes. Okay. What do you got for us? Uh, first and foremost, time management would be a skill I lack in. How so? I have poor time management. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, you just lose track of time or you procrastinate or uh, what? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> I have poor time <laughs> oh. Do you think it's actually time management or is it workload management? Like, we oh, as athletic trainers, we get bogged down by how much we have to do, how many hats we have to wear. For some, it could be more about workload management. For me, it was more time. Like, I, I mean, I I think I could have used my time more efficiently, but at the same time, I, I wasn't always... I took advantage of being with athletes more often, like personally, than say running into my office to get some notes done, running in my to my office to send an email. I, I thought it was more important for me to be out at batting practice, roaming the outfield and talking to guys, even if it wasn't about athletic training and it wasn't about say an injury or anything like that. It would be something that me and that athlete or multiple athletes could, uh, you know, get to know each other better. So when push comes to shove, you're going to actually 
work with an athlete rather than maybe get an administrative duty done. Absolutely. I think Every I would time. lean that way too. Yeah. And I, I mean, now I suffered from it though. I, I would, I would stay long, later in the night after everybody left, um, would get to bed a little bit later and so forth. But I think when I was doing it with baseball, I was doing all right. Yeah, I think it was more, for me, it's more time management, not necessarily the workload management. Okay. Yeah. So uh, let's, let's go. So my second choice would be uh, my communication with coaches. And I don't think it was the amount of communication, but maybe quick and like to the point. Like, you know, some coaches. Are you saying that's the good way or the bad way? Uh, I wish I was more quick and to the point or like just concise with my information that I was passing on to the coach. Cause sometimes I would just get long winded and I could, I, I feel like some, like some coaches, some bosses, some managers, um, they just want, just tell me yes or no. Tell me just the facts and boom. Just the facts. Nothing but the facts. Nothing but a facts. Jack. Is that Dick Tracy? I don't know. I think that's Dick Tracy. Dick Tracy. So long-winded. Yeah, I get long-winded. Good, good for podcasts, bad for... I don't know. That's that's up for debate. I don't <laughs> know if it's good for podcasts yet. All right, give us another one. Um, I was really bad at asking for help, or I am really bad at asking for help. So meaning, Chad, I can't figure out what's going on with this knee. Like, can you take a look? I never did that. Um, you don't want to burden somebody else. Yeah, and then I also just had that personal pride of like I'm mm-hmm. gonna figure this out. Yeah, like, we all want and that. I can figure it out. Um, or even just you know the idea of, hey, boss man or manager, can you help me? You know, be a little more organized. What do you do? Like, how can I how can I be better at my job this way? I think that's what um, most athletic trainers excel in is that ability to figure out a way to get a task done. Sure. You know, maybe we don't have everything we need in front of us, but we can improvise. Um, and you want to accomplish a task. We're usually pretty task oriented people. So yeah, I get it. Next, I would say, um, saying no, I'm really bad saying no person, right? Guilty. And that is to athletes and to like your boss or your manager, whoever your boss is. Um, I, I had a very hard time if an athlete said, Hey, can you do a little extra here? Or can we come in at this time or this and that, like saying no and putting my, maybe my priorities or like my time. Can on. you massage my 14th body part for today? Uh, I mean, some of that I could, some of that I could spin. I could, I could turn it to like, Hey, that's not really going to help you. Like, so go grab a foam roll. But um, it was more like, hey, on an off day or whatever, I need you to come in at nine o'clock. Ah, uh, can we make it, can we make it 10? Like, I don't, I don't, I don't really want to wake up. And I, I, I had you. a really hard time saying like, no, nine. We're going to need you to come in on Saturday. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Maybe come in yeah. On, yeah, on Sunday too. Mm. Lumberg. <sighs> After stapler, I wouldn't say um, I was really missing it. 
What's that? And I have not received my paycheck. <laughs> have you? I'll just do office. Have space, you seen my my movie my quotes stapler? all night? I love kung fu movies. I just I just like read a little article about Office Space. Yeah, what did it say? Um, there was supposed to be a second one. Really? But same cast. Mike Judd said no. Oh, that's too bad. Um, oh, that'd be cool. Office Space too. It would have been, been awesome. Really cool. It would have been awesome. Chad, you know what? What's that? I'm really struggling on the fifth one. Well, these are skills that you're bad at, and you don't have any because you're the best athletic trainer I know. Not true. So you're not going to have skills that, to get better at. I just need four. Okay. Are you <laughs> tapping out? Yeah, I don't know. I hate self-reflection. Yeah, th- there's a skill. <laughs> there you go. Which <laughs> <laughs> I was better at Last self-reflection. One. There you go. That's five. Okay, so let's count backwards. Uh, fifth place. Eight answers uh, for joint mobilizations. Eight people said they wish they were better at joint mobs. All right. Number four, shoulder evaluations. Mm, I know a guy. Probably not people in baseball. <laughs> baseball, swimming. At least you hope not. You know who I think the the worst sport to work would be, personally? For like shoulders? four shoulder evaluations? Water polo. You Oof. got the swimming and throwing. Wow. That would be tough. That would be rough. That's a, yeah. I've and they're constantly overhead. Uh, third place with uh, 11 votes. Back evaluations. Ooh. So That's pretty people solid. right now, shoulders, back. Um, second place, 12 people wish they were better at manual therapy or some sort of active release um, hands-on skill. Okay, massage. Soft tissue massage. mobilization. Yep. Sure. And the number one response this week for the skill that most people wish they were better at, 13 responses, rehab. Oh, okay. Rehab. Yeah. Well, you know what? How about this? Um, I would agree with rehab, but for yourself, for other like for other sports, spend a lot of time in baseball. Sport I, specific, I, I got honestly. It. If I could rehab a basketball player to get back to basketball, but that difference between you know getting somebody back to elite basketball, I, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be your your best candidate. I don't think. I think it's my favorite part of the job. Is the rehab? Oh, me too. Just the creativity that goes along with it. Absolutely, I would love to learn about other sports and how like to get better with that. But that is a skill I would lack in. A couple other fun answers that uh, came across in the responses: um, reading diagnostic imaging. Okay. I actually think that's probably would be in my top five. I, yeah. I look at it; it's like a foreign language to me. I, yeah. I get an MRI and I'm. It's like upside down, inside, backwards. I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, but that, I mean, that's why people go to school for that. Separately. Yeah. I wish I was better at it. Um, somebody else said relocations, putting something back in place. Oh, I thought you meant like moving somewhere. <laughs> I was like, what? Like, I'd like to relocate. Yeah, that is tough, but that's I, not really I guess a skill. Maybe, maybe I misinterpreted. <laughs> no, I think you're right. Uh, X-ray vision and fixing the water tank also made the list. <laughs> <laughs> Fixing the water tank. Yeah, somebody's got some major problems in their ATR. <laughs> and x-ray vision. So that's this week's top five. Let's do it again next week, Kev. Absolutely. All right. I'll be a better candidate next week. All right, Chad, let's move on to effing and marrying and killing. Got it. All right. Mm-hmm. 
rehab tools or devices slash equipment. Okay. Okay. Rehab equipment. I like equipment. Love it. All right. Bands. So elastic bands, yellow, red, blue, black. (laughs) Okay. It's the rainbow. Taste the rainbow. Skittles. Free weights. Free weights. But you can include kettlebells. All any, the rage nowadays. Any any free weight? Any kind of weight that's free in motion. <laughs> like not cost-wise, like anything that's No, not no, like in the adhered. space, like motion. Got like it. Like in any plane they can move. Um, and then cables, meaning cable machines of any sort. All right. We've got bands, we've got free weight, we've got cables, and go. All right. Uh, first thing that pops into my mind, uh, bands. I'm going to F them. I want to do them hard. Wow. Um, For a few reasons. I mean, latex, anyone? (laughs) Latex. Latex. Um, You can get a good pump with a band. Mm. You can really pump yourself up. You can. But they can be a little unreliable. (laughs) Sometimes they snap. (laughs) Yeah. The resistance is just a little iffy. You know, you don't really know. Is that 10? Is that 12? Uh, Who knows? Sure. So, um, yeah, you can't, you're not going to be able to marry something that's that unreliable. All right. But it, it is useful. It is. Uh, you can sneak around with it in your kit. Ooh. All you right. You can sneak around. <laughs> <laughs> you can sneak around with it. Um, and it's not, you know, it's, it can go with you. Um, but then again, they're also a little one dimensional. So I think that really lends its to effing. Just effed. Yeah. Just getting after. We're going to F we're going to F the bands. Yeah. Um I'm going to marry free weights. Okay. Uh you can basically do anything you want with them. You can. Um there's no limitations. There's not. <laughs> they're free. They're free. <laughs> um they're stable. They're more stay I should say they're more stable than bands. Yes. Which makes them more marryable. Okay. So you don't you don't want to get into a marriage with something that's unstable. They last a long time. Durable. Very durable. Good call. I didn't yeah. even think of that. Thank you. Um, and you can kind of load them up with as much as you want, and they're really not going to break down. <laughs> no, probably not. They're the they're in it for the long haul. Yeah. And okay. I guess that means we're going to have to kill cables. Killing them. Um, there's not really much creativity to a cable machine. Okay. Uh, you're kind of limited. Um, and... Where are you going to go with a cable machine? Nowhere. You can't take a cable machine with you. You can't. So you can't, They're not portable. Yeah, so I think in that respect, give me some bands for fun. Give me some free weights for the long haul, and that's that's how I'm going to roll. What about you? All right. Um, you know, I'm going to marry bands. Okay? Why are you marrying bands? The reason... Somewhat like you said, you can use them anywhere, right? Yeah, they're absolutely one of the most um, versatile pieces of equipment you can use for rehabs. Yep. Um, now, that being said, there are certain things I do not like to do with bands. And it's mostly like end range exercises with like, we'll just give like, rotator cuff exercises so there are a few limitations there's a few limitations but i know them i'm comfortable with that (laughs) you know and i like everything else about them so you know your marriage boundaries (laughs) i learned the boundaries okay okay 
So therefore, I'm going to marry him. Yeah, you can't just go anywhere with the person you're going to marry. Yeah, you got to you got to keep it in the box. Absolutely. You know what? Some you just you have to have some boundaries. Okay. Um, also, that being said, I like it. Every once in a while, you get to change up the resistance. Oh, you know, good for kinda, you, Pete. It's kind of like date night. You know, <laughs> um, I am going to kill free weights. You're going to kill free weights. Yeah. And the reason is because in a rehab situation, I feel like I just want a little bit more control over what's going on. Mm. Don't get me wrong. I love free weights and I love kettlebells and I think they're great adjuncts to um, a lot of sports specific activity Mm -hmm. more than people think. Um, Functional activity. There's a lot of functional exercises you can do because a free weight can do anything, right? Um, But that being said, I think for rehab, a little better to kill it, okay? Mm. So that really leaves me effing cables. I personally use cables um, for certain exercises, and then also certain functional exercises. Okay. So I'm a, I'm a big fan. So I left in for cables the Kaiser machines. Okay. Right? Yeah. I personally thoroughly enjoy Kaiser machines just because it's that consistent resistance. A little bit longer cable. You can do a little bit more activities. Is that a pneumatic? Yes. Yeah. 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 The new, the new age cable machines are light years ahead of... Right some of the old cable machines. I mean, when you're thinking 80s gold gym yeah. cable machines, those are practically useless. But the newer ones that are pretty smooth and, yeah, I, I'll agree, yeah. yeah. And some of the old ones, you know, you, you make do with them. But that's why I would just F it, right? I think this there's this fancy machine that's pneumatic, and you got to go, you know, you got to fill it up. I thought that would get fill a chuckle out of you. Um, no, I, I'm with you. You got to fill it up. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's why I would F it, right? So like, I, I think it would be uh, a rehab equipment. It would be rehab equipment that you could use once or every once in a while for those special occasions. occasions. Um, but that you're not going to use it for everything. Chad, I think that's the first time that we've completely disagreed on every F, Mary, and kill. I think you're right. And I actually, I don't necessarily dislike any of them. Me neither. And I think if we're being real candid, I would actually use all three. Yeah, absolutely. I would. I actually, yeah. Should we just scrap that whole segment altogether? Nope. (laughs) (laughs) What? Okay. Then let's move on. Right. All right. Let's move on. I mean, let's just continue to be candid. What do you think we should be candid about? Let's play fictional athletic trainer. Okay, so episode one, um, we let our inner geek out with some comic book heroes, but we we uh, stuck to the DC universe. We did. And I think it's uh, only fair that maybe we get the other side of that and maybe hit up some Marvel characters. Ooh. You want to do some Marvel characters? Yeah, absolutely. Um, let's talk about Spider-Man and Captain America. Ah... Very nice. What do you I got? Like it. Oof. Better, better. Spider Man. 
you think Spider-Man. Yeah. All right, where are you going to start? Spidey sense. Oh, I didn't even... That's the most blatant <laughs> thing I just didn't even think about. Um, so that, it goes off when, like, what? There's going to be some sort of injury? Yeah, I mean, whether your boss is going to walk into the room and you want to <laughs> sneak out, or if there's going to be an injury. Now, I don't think he's ever going to get there before it happens, but I really do think... He's at least going to be there before everybody else, right? I mean, he's he's First going like, okay, he can get the AED there quicker. He can stabilize something quicker, right? Because he senses it before everybody else. Um, Do you ever have uh, like a premonition like that? Yeah, every once in a while. Really? Yeah, it's weird. I Yeah, I used to get them too. Yeah. I think it's more just like I was worried, and then I was worried, and then I was worried, and then it just eventually happened. Yeah. Not necessarily it's like, oh my God, something's going to happen. No, no, no. I mean, just every once in a while you can just see on somebody's face how they're running. Like it, something's off. The gate. Their gate, right? I mean, you know something's going to happen, but it probably already happened. They're just fighting through it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Spidey Sense. We all got Spidey Sense then. How about those webs? Well, how, what would you use the webs for? So, I think... <laughs> I mean, other than for shutting people's mouths up. Um, in an injury situation... When you say, sorry, shutting people's mouth up, like the new age um, altitude masks? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, we're going to make it hard to breathe for a little while, so... Um, we're just going to get acclimated to less oxygen until you pass out. Um, so in an injury situation, emergency injury situation, if something's maybe needs to be stabilized, no Sam Smith needed, right? I mean, I'm just going to wrap you in a web and you're just going to be like in a cocoon and you'll be fine, right? Traveling. Durabond. Durabond. Man, well, I cannot talk tonight. Dermabond? Yeah, Dermabond. Yeah, can heal up some wounds. Absolutely. So Dermabond, right, is a great glue for wounds. Pretty sure little Spidey web action is going to do this exact same thing. I'm pretty sure I've seen it happen in the movies. He clots his wounds with his webbing, which is a great tool. He can travel quickly with these webs, right? From one end of a court to another end of a court, he could go, psh, psh, boom, he's over there, right? Yeah. Time efficiency. You could use the webs and create your own, like, TRX. <laughs> Absolutely, right? Now we're talking, okay, some so rehab, we need to add some that. creative rehab. We need to add that into the rehab equipment. Yeah. Spider-Man's Latex-free webs, webs. Right? Also, man, you made me lose my train of thought a little <laughs> bit there. <laughs> it um, just came to me. Oh, He's brilliant. Like he's Peter ridiculously Parker's. smart. Yeah. Like he's a science genius. So I think he could figure out anatomy, biology. I think he'd be a really good athletic trainer from that standpoint. He's got uh, the mental capacity for absolutely. it. Absolutely. Physiology, I think he I mean he'd rock it. I wanna right? know if there's any benefit to being able to climb a wall. <laughs> um 
There's got to be. Yeah, I can't think of one for athletic training. All right, he's got great grip. Really great grip. And how is that going to help? Well, in the rain. <laughs> in the rain. <laughs> I don't know. I just thought it would be relevant in some fashion because it is a pretty important part of who Spider-Man is. He can climb walls. Um, oh, here we go. He could hang out on the ceiling. You know, nobody knows he's there. <laughs> <laughs> Peekaboo! Here I am. I heard you guys talking. Friendly um, neighborhood athletic trainer. He's got a great theme song. I agree. Yeah. You know, he is a little jittery. It's a little jittery, yeah. A little okay. bit. A little squeamish. Yeah. A little um, wet behind the ears. Like, sure. a, oh my God, yeah. this is... Yeah, I, I'll give you that. He's so, young. You, you know, know, I guess the pressure situations... I guess the portrayal in the movie is he might not be able to handle it, but I think maybe in the comic book as he gets older, he's he, he grows into it. Yeah, I think so. Well, what about Captain America? I think he's pretty much the opposite. He's... The, Tried and true, veteran, unflappable, steady as a rock. As a rock, baby. I mean, maybe. I mean, he's like the everyday person. There's no like outstanding. I guess he's got a little bit of super strength, a little bit of speed. Yeah, I mean, Um, he's he's overall. But for the most part, he's not. He's just a regular person, who. He really is. You know, he's got that that grit that determination mm-hmm. a lot of the a lot of the personality traits i think are are going to be his strongest assets it right it's going to be his personality it's going to be his determination it's going to be his uh brooding like i will take care of every single person in the entire world um and he will and he, he gets will. the job done he usually does he usually does i don't think the shield is going to help him um, I mean, it might cover the kit in the rain. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> you could put it in front of your. You could put the. You could put the shield in the dugout, and if a ball comes was, flying into the dugout, it's just gonna drop. I was down. just gonna say he sees a soccer player running too close to a fence, and they get tackled, and he just throws the shield in between. Sure. That's or about it. It's just a really good. I don't know, sled. For the snow hill. Or that piece of tape that you can't rip. <laughs> just, just just throw the shield it. right through it. Yeah, that's a great idea. Not unnecessary whatsoever. Um you know, I'm gonna oh, I'm gonna hate myself for saying this. <laughs> you could use it, the shield, as unstable surface balance training. <laughs> oh, I hate myself right now. And we're gonna have a whole episode on it. Un- oh, stable it's be surface a good versus episode. unstable surface training. Yeah. Another topic that Kevin and I have strong opinions on. Yeah. But it you could use it for rehab. You could. It's like a half bosu. You could. Do you some push ups and upper body exercises with it. Yeah. Or you could just use it to throw at somebody. Yeah. You know? While you're sitting doing your paperwork, you put it behind your back for lumbar support. <laughs> 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 That's pretty good. I like yeah. that. I really like that. Um, what else do we got with Captain America? I mean, it really is. It's just his, he's going to get the job done, you know, and he cares about every single person ever, and he never does wrong. Wow. 
how did we not start with that one? I don't know. The compassion. The mm-hmm. uh he's them like, yeah, just that's how we should all be. We just all need nothing a but care America. for every single one. Yeah. It would be good. I, I still think Spider Man overall makes a better athletic trainer. I think he'd be a cooler, more special. fun one. Sure. I think Spider Man might make a more entertaining yeah. athletic trainer. I don't know if it's better, worse, indifferent. I mean, Cap Cap's not really funny. No. Spider Man can be kind of funny. He, yeah. he, he he's kind of dorky funny. Like he's got little one liners. I, I, I dig it. Well, I guess if if you had to choose one, you're you're going Spider Man. I'm going Spider Man. I'm still going Spider Man. I think I'm gonna agree. Yeah. Yeah, nice. I'm gonna agree like with it. you. I'll I'll go with Spider Man. You know, it'd be interesting. Yeah. This is the first time that we've done this without having this already on a Twitter poll. I believe. Yeah, I'll I'll put it up on the on the Twitter page, which is candid underscore ATC for those of you who don't follow us. Awesome. Uh, we'll put that that poll up. And uh, once you listen to this episode, go ahead and vote. Yeah, I can't wait. If you have any ideas of your own, if you if you have a fictional athletic trainer matchup you'd like to see here on the podcast, uh, let us know as well, and we can get that going. Kevin, tell me what your thoughts are on ice. Ice. Ice, ice, baby. Baby. Uh, that's that's a loaded topic, right? Yeah. I think it's a... Controversial. It's a controversial to- topic, right? Um, I think overall it's a um, it's an important topic to talk about, like as of recent, because I, I think there is a big change in the ice cryotherapy um, culture across athletic training. Yeah, there's definitely a paradigm shift happening, I think. For sure. Um, so my thoughts on it. I don't like it. <laughs> Other than for cocktails. That's super candid. I appreciate yeah, that. Right? Um, I, I think, we, you know, I, we've mentioned this in the previous podcast. All I ever try to use it for is numbing something. Is it you know if there is a significant trauma to something and um, the athlete just really wants something to go numb and that and that's what's gonna cause them comfort and I know that it, the healing process is gonna take a long time anyways um, I I believe that you know I'm just gonna numb it and then that's okay. When was the last time you used cryotherapy? Uh, one of my players tore their ACL and they're like. Swelling was happening, and it was um, very sensitive. Like he, he was, he was very sensitive to touch, to any kind of movement. And so I, I literally went back to old school thinking, and just said, you know what, I'm gonna ice and stim you for the next like 30 minutes. Did do you buy the ice reduces swelling? No, me neither. Yeah, not at all. Yeah, I, I do. So, um. You know, and I wish I could remember the guy's name, but the guy that came up with Rice or Price, however you learned it, but the rest ice compression elevation, um, literally came out and said, you know, I wish I wouldn't have put ice in that equation. Um, 
and mainly because so it, what would the it just be yeah, you would just I, come up with something all I think you would have came up with something else, <laughs> some else right you just take um, the ice uh, no yeah. vowels rearrange no vowels the letters allowed. somehow um, I guess elevation <laughs> which is the most uh, to me the most important one elevation is probably compression compression is really good but I think even compression you, you can get um, results in other ways too but I, I mean so Going back to ice as a swelling um, decrease er or inflammation decrease er, um, no, that's not what it's doing. Is it constricting blood vessels? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I, if I want to constrict some blood vessels, I'm going to put them. Of all the cryotherapies, I'm going to put them in a cold tub. Sure. Because yeah. you're going to get the most surface area, and the lowest. Mm-hmm. You know, we're gonna we're gonna flush out the whole lower body in a cold tub. I feel. Yes, um, I will say if we're, if we're gonna go cryotherapy in general, um, and that cold tub being part of that, mm-hmm. like the hydrotherapy cryotherapy mm-hmm. realm, um, yeah, huge proponent of cold tubs, love them. Um, but that being said, I'm also a huge proponent of hot tubs yes. as well. So, um, in the combination of them is very valuable. Contrast. Um, getting back to like, just like your classic ice bag mm-hmm. after injury. Yeah. Um, we got to just kind of remember what's happening at injury, right? So we sprain our ankle. An athlete sprains their ankle. By the time we are even applying ice, there's already inflammation there, right? Mm, yes. There sh- could be already swelling, right? Unfortunately. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, not much. Sometimes a lot. Man. Yeah, this, it's that's amazing, the difference from athlete yeah. to athlete. Absolutely. And it, or just injury to injury, right? I mean, the more repetitive trauma to an area, like generally there's less... Uh, global swelling or edema being formed. Um, But if we constrict the blood flow to that area, constrict the blood vessels in that area, now our body is not being efficient at removing that swelling or that inflammation. Yeah, I think I agree with you there. I think getting that uh, venous return in the, into the lymphatic system is going to be way oh. more beneficial than anything else. Jeez, man. you See, you went smart words. I looked good them for up. You. That's good <laughs> for you. Um, and not only that, but, okay, so the inflammation, inflammatory process is part of what we need, right? So say in a perfect world, somebody sprains their ankle, and you're the flash. I wish. You, right? you could apply that ice bag immediately. Like before the person even falls to the ground, their shoe is off, their sock is off, and there's an ice bag wrapped around that ankle. That's not good either. Our body needs to go through the inflammatory process in order to heal correctly. It needs to actually have that process happen in order for it to start the further cascade of healing from the injury, right? 
Yeah. So, why, like, even in a perfect world, you shouldn't apply an ice bag to an injury. Why do we do it? So, I think the logic for a long time was literally just to control the swelling. Let's stop blood flow to the area so that more doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, and it, is it at, is it easy and it's available? Sure. Yeah. So I guess I understand at some and point it, you're sitting in a high school, you're limited. Yeah. And it's what we have. Right. And it's just really easy to do. And it and numbs you're the area. one person working with 40 or yeah, more. Sure. Uh-huh. You can't get your hands on everyone. Uh-huh. So here, have slap an ice bag on. Slap an ice bag. Drive I mean, through type service. Yeah. I mean, and it. I think it's a really good sign that a lot of athletic trainers are not using ice as much anymore, if not or at all, um, because I think it's it's it means we're thinking about what we're doing a little bit more. I mean, there used to be a joke in our training room that no matter what happened, when you went in the training room, if you had an ankle sprain, you tore your UCL, you uh, your back blew out on you, you uh, whatever, doesn't matter. So, like one of our players would just come in and be like, oh, no, I know how to take care of that. Uh, ice and stim, 20 minutes. Yeah, I used to have an athlete my right. first and second year. Yeah. He would every time I'd get on the bus, he would just chant "Ice and Stim, Ice yeah. and Stim, Ice right. and Stim," and I look back and I cringe at how yeah. I was in those first couple of years and right. how far I've come. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. I think one of my favorite analogies to use when I see when I walk in and I see another athlete who has a nice bag on, and I ask them why they're doing that. Sure. Or a lot of times, athletes will come to me and ask why I don't because they know that I'm not a fan of ice bags and I just I ask them would you ever ice or freeze a rubber band and then try and stretch it because that's what your muscles are yeah we want nice long loose soft tissues yeah absolutely treat it like a rubber band don't ice it and then try and stretch it it's going to end up in a bad situation yeah Uh, I mean I also use the analogy of working out right most athletes know what post-workout soreness is like even and then down to delayed like muscle soreness right Doms. so like the last time you did you know 200 push-ups in your workout did you walk out of the gym with ice bags on your chest like you didn't right and that's because there's a reason all of that blood is there right yeah you're trying to recreate new tissue yeah you're trying to essentially heal broken down tissue um and nobody you know nobody's doing that nobody's squatting and then going to the trainer and be like ah great quad pump can you put some ice bags on my quads (laughs) quadzilla over here i need some ice bags now you might have an athlete that goes and does 100 squats and says chad i need to ice my knees my knees hurt Right. I would have a conversation with that young athlete or older athlete and say, you know, I think the best way to take care of these sore knees at this point right now would be something more like a contrast. Right. Mm -hmm. So let's let's get that numbing. Let's get that 
vasoconstriction phase, but then let's follow it up with vasodilation to bring fresh, new, oxygenated blood to that area. Let's flush out any bad juju that maybe is going on in those knees. Um, yeah, get to the root of the problem. Right. Rather and than... Ice is just really more of a, a Band-Aid than anything. We're just masking symptoms yeah. here. Yeah, and I, I think... And you make a good point. It's like, why... You know, why did we originally start doing that then? And I, I mean, for sure, there was probably some, not laziness, but convenience. Um, yeah, it's a convenient modality. Yeah. That's for sure. Slapping a bunch of ice bags on people. I, can't, I think it's just a habit. I think it becomes a habit. Absolutely. And then it just had kind of manifested itself. So people saw it on TV. So then the younger kids started doing it and that's just kind of what they were accustomed to. So we have, we have to change the mindset somewhere. And I think we have to probably start at the lower levels. Absolutely. Absolutely. I I do think that, um, along, along the line, there's been a lot of research, particularly in throwing mechanics that you are creating, um, tissue damage while you're throwing. Um, the average starting pitcher, say they threw in the professionals or uh, professional leagues or in college, you know, you're throwing 85 to 100 pitches, right? All out max effort pitches. Mm-hmm. Not to mention the eight warm up pitches, not to mention the, the throws that you made in the bullpen before the game, not to mention the long toss you did before you even got to the bullpen before the game. You're throwing a lot, and a lot of it is at max effort. If you did anything, if you did a max effort box jump a hundred times, but you took a minute and a half to two minutes in between each one, and you did 200 of them, 100 to 200 of them, you're going to be sore the next day, right? Yeah. It's a lot of strain on your body. So I think that the original thought process behind all of this was, I'm creating damage. I need to stop that inflammation process because inflammation is bad. Um, But I think where we're at now with research and with maybe just kind of listening to our bodies a little bit more, um, we we actually want that inflammation process. Slash, we, we actually want to create some blood flow to the area. So now that always brings up this question. Anytime I have this conversation with an athlete or with a parent or with um, a colleague that still believes in ice, then should we be heating? Should we put a hot pack on a pitcher's shoulder post-throwing? And what do you tell? My answer is not necessarily. (laughs) That's not really what I'm looking for. Movement, I would prefer movement over anything. You mean I have to work hard? Maybe, yeah. So I would prefer that we're going to take a pitcher in particular. I would prefer that a pitcher go through um, range of motion, active range of motion exercises. Some people call them cuff exercises. But in reality, all I'm trying to do with a cuff exercise is one, reestablish that range of motion, and then reestablish the neuro neuro connection between the brain and the muscle, right? Yeah. Um, And then what we could do is flush the area. I want to flush the area. Contrast, right? If you don't have contrast, I would just stop right there. 
I, I would I would do your do I less. Would, <laughs> right. So I would I would do your cuff exercises, I would do your shoulder stability exercises, and then your range of motion, absolutely active range of motion exercises, and stop. And don't ice after that. Call it a night. I just created a, a nice rubber band, right? I I stretched the rubber band a million times. And then I just said, you know what? Rest for a little bit. Let the rubber band sit. And let it sit. Let it recoup. Okay? Um, or contrast. Like, if you have the avail- availability to contrast, I-, I think contrast is great. I'm not a big fan of ice bag, hot pack, ice bag, hot pack. If you can, and that's your only option, it's not terrible. The only thing I don't like about it is that it's not systemic it's localized, right? So if I'm only creating a vasoconstriction at the shoulder and at and then like at the elbow and then a dilation and it you know, vice versa, blah blah blah, it's not quite as effective if I'm causing a whole systemic vasoconstriction, vasodilation. And that's why you're the smart guy in the room. No. That's why I'm the long winded guy in the room. <laughs> um and I, but I, I do think that this should, this is a topic that will come up over and over and over again because I, I don't think it's going to go away anytime soon. And there's always the new hot toy that, you know, claims to be a better uh, modality for inflammation control and edema control and to help you recover better. Um, the yeah, most important wants the thing, latest and greatest. Huh? What's everybody that? wants the latest and greatest. Yeah, right. And I mean, I think that's the nature of humans, right? And and at the same time, people want to create, you know, new and better products. Um, I think the most important part of all of that is just understanding why we're doing something. If you want to put an ice bag on somebody's shoulder or on somebody's knee or what what have you, just make sure you know why you're doing it. What did they used to say on G.I. Joe? Knowledge is half the battle. <laughs> Knowledge is half the battle. Well, I think we hit a lot of information there. Um, a lot. A lot. Good stuff. Um, yeah. You know, we're not trying to tell anybody that they're right or wrong. Uh, we are just trying to bring up some points that you can think about and mm-hmm. evaluate and maybe come up with your own conclusion. Yeah. So hopefully that was uh, educational for you. Just remember, with great power comes great responsibility. Thanks, Uncle Ben. All right, let's wrap this episode up. That's uh, number four in the books, Kevin. We're wow. well on our way. We really are. Yeah. So thanks for tuning in this week. Uh, make sure that you subscribe, write us a review, and share, share, share with all your friends. We want every single athletic trainer in in the world to listen to this because the more people that are listening, the more feedback we can get, the more trolls we can get, and <laughs> the more ideas. So we want you guys to share with uh, with us what you want us to talk about and Absolutely. we'll do it candidly mm-hmm. so um, thanks for tuning in this week next week we're going to talk about um, qualities of a great athletic trainer yeah yeah I'm so excited. what are the top things that you can do to become a great athletic trainer rather than a good athletic trainer so thanks again for tuning in this week continued success and we'll see you soon bye Yeah, don't get a UTI. Careful. I don't think... Half camel. Chad, we need a bell.
We don't need a microphone for that. I don't believe you. So much moaning. That's what she said.